Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Ron and Anian. It can't be about how cheap. It has to be about how right. Because ultimately, if you're looking to do it cheap, you're not going to be successful at some point where it's going to come up and bite you. The Car Doctor. So it's happening between 25 and 35. And he says, but there are no codes. There's nothing we can do for you at this time. Boy, there's so I much. Said, well, I'm driving. There's so much wrong with this conversation. How could they not drive 25, 35 miles an hour? Let's just talk about that. What's the speed limit around the dealership? 50? Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, we have a wild hour for you this week. A little bit of a change from our normal format. We're not taking calls this hour. We have with us the often imitated, never duplicated, one and only, no baloney, not a phony. How was that for a great intro? Mark Mills. Mark is back with us this hour, and uh, we're, we're, we're going to talk EVs and the energy future and might even talk about his book. We're definitely going to talk about his book, The Cloud Revolution, which I'm still working my way through. I've got a couple of questions and comments about that, but without any further ado, Mr. Mills, welcome back, sir. Always a pleasure. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're <laughs> always, always a lot of fun. No baloney. Yeah, baby. No, no baloney. No baloney. It's uh, you know, it's it's often imitated, never duplicated. Not a phony. No baloney. The one and only. Um, 
You know, let's see you get a better billing from that from uh, anybody else, right? So Stossel <laughs> doesn't get better. Stossel doesn't introduce you like that, right? No, uh, <laughs> no, nah, nah, not even close. Yeah, not even so, close. See, um, so what's uh, you know? Uh, there's a lot of things I want to talk to you about this hour, but um, I, I've got a couple of real simple questions. You know, a year ago we started talking, you and I, and and looking forward to the EV future and what it might become and what it is. You know, if you look back 12 months prior to this, does your expectations of what the EV future, does it match that? Are you still in that same mode, so to speak? Do you see the EV future better, worse, coming faster, coming later? What are your thoughts? Well, there is some, there are some things that are worse. <laughs> What's worse is the enthusiasm of governments, both federal and state, both are here and overseas, to ban internal combustion engines in the in the misguided belief that electric vehicles are inherently better, cheaper um, than conventional vehicles. I mean, it's gotten worse. That, got, that part's gotten worse. There's been real progress, uh, incremental but real progress in in, in battery technology. Not, there all there will be. It'll be a lot more yet. That's exciting. But I anticipated that and wrote about it earlier. But that's good. I mean, that's it's not game changing by definition of what matters in game-changing. Uh, I guess what's better also is, is you know, since you and I talked, first talked about this a year ago, a number of the un, of surprising outlets, Washington Post, New York Times, not to be mean, but surprising because they've undertaken serious investigative reporting on sourcing of minerals to make batteries in Indonesia, Congo, other places in Africa, South America, Chile, looking at the uh, real environmental impacts, I don't, but I don't, I don't mean carbon dioxide I'm talking about, polluting water, hurting people, you know, destroying ecosystems. They're looking at those things now. And that's that's a breakthrough. They they were pretty much ignoring those issues for a long time. That's progress because, you know, in the real world we live in, uh, it's it's un, un, uh, unimaginative to say, but it requires saying there's no free lunch. You have to look right. at balance of things. And, and they're doing it. So that's, that's progress. So the overall report card of the last year, mixed bag, uh, but with the EPA's new tailpipe emission rule that they're planning to implement, this is real bad uh, for, for American consumers and car owners and drivers if that actually goes into place. And, and what is the tailpipe rule? They're going, to, they're going to ratchet down the tail, because they have, in principle, the authority to do this, to ratchet down the emissions of carbon dioxide specifically, which they're legally allowed to do. Um, by virtue of how the, this, this, these uh, issues have played out, to such an extent that functionally automakers by 2032 will be able to manufacture EVs almost exclusively. They'll be able to make maybe a quarter to a third of the cars that they manufacture with internal combustion engines. But the majority, if not all, will have to be EVs and within a decade if that rule goes in place. And frankly, that's a disaster for consumers uh, and it's also quite bad for the environment, frankly. But, but, but wait a minute. If if we can't make – tell me – stop me where I'm wrong. If if, okay. if if I've been following what's going on and and reading the material that you and others have provided, if if I understand this correctly, we can't provide enough material to make enough batteries for enough EVs for everybody. We, we – Well, we, right. So, so right. are we going to be walking? Is should I buy more sneakers? Is that what they're really trying to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, everything takes time. You know, in the real in the real world, again, things don't happen overnight. It's not like uh, in the world of atoms, building things and mining stuff, and versus bits. You know, sending social media apps to people. The atoms world moves more slowly. I, so I, I would say that the capacity to provide the minerals needed to make batteries will be exhausted um, one to two years from now. It's not. We're not there. Maybe it could be. It could be three years. Depends. But we're we're the reasonable short-term site of the capacity to mine enough material to make the quantity of batteries imagined uh, that are needed in all these mandates. So we're we're not there. Uh, it's not that there aren't. Let's be clear. Maybe back up a step. What a lot of people don't know still is that an electric car's battery is is a very complicated heavy beast. It's about a half a ton, thousand pound electrochemical engine. Unlike an internal combustion engine, which is a thermomechanical engine, batteries are electrochemical engines. The distinction is is important only in the sense that batteries weigh a lot more than internal right. combustion engines. Right. An engine in a car, a few hundred pounds, right, for big ones, small ones, a couple hundred pounds. Battery weighs a thousand pounds. And, and of course, the, the electric motors weigh a lot, too, but the battery's a big kahuna. And you have to mine some somewhere close to half a million pounds of the earth to produce one battery. So that's, you know, the copper, it's not just lithium. You need lithium, of course, and graphite. And some batteries have cobalt, some don't. Most have nickel and aluminum. So all these metals have to be mined somewhere. That process uh, has environmental impacts, as I mentioned, but what's more important just from the viewpoint of can we provide enough minerals is are we mining enough? And we know the answer to that question. We're not mining enough. This is, there's a, extraordinarily shallowly disingenuous trope running around now in the EV enthusiast community that people like me are saying we don't have enough minerals on Earth and there's plenty of minerals on the planet to make enough batteries. This is really an infantile observation. Yes, there are. The Earth has functionally an infinite supply of all the metals we can want, whether it's gold or nickel or iron ore. The trick is finding it and then opening mines up in you know an expeditious way, in a way we can tolerate, in time to produce the quantities we need. So the issue has never been: Are there enough minerals, in fact, in, in on our planet? It's whether or not there's enough mines, and whether or not the world's mining industry is expand, expanding mining fast enough to meet the demands that will be imposed on their supplies from the mandates to build more EVs. So even the most basic metal, copper, which is Arguably the oldest mined metal in humanity predates written history. Copper alone, the, the capacity to supply copper alone will be exceeded in about two years. And if we continue with these mandates and try to supply all the battery factories that are being subsidized, we'll exceed the world's capacity to mine and produce copper by a factor of two to three. So, you know, there's another way of saying it won't happen. I mean, we're not going to, if you exceed the, the if you see the magnetic state supply, two things happen: prices go up. For, and there's for a and there's a long the line. At, there's a long line at the EV store. Yeah, and yeah, and and, and they get more expensive, and and everything else that uses copper gets more expensive, from houses to buildings to you know appliances, because cop, you know, copper, for the sake of discussion, is five percent of the cost of an appliance, but you increase the cost of copper by fivefold suddenly it becomes an inflationary impact on the whole appliance. And that's the kind of trajectory that we're being put on by these mandates. That's, that's the part 
that offends me. I, I, I like the acceleration of electric cars. I like most electric cars. There's a lot of bunch of them I don't like very much in terms of design, but it's personal. It's not an engineering observation. Right. It's aesthetic. Right. I think Teslas are nice cars. He's, in fact, Elon Musk has done something nobody's ever done in in a hundred years. He's he's competed with successfully uh, established automakers, and you can't explain away his success on the basis of a climate change or subsidies. It's it's a good car. Right. I it's, I I like the other EVs more personally, I've driven them, but it's a good car. And he actually, as a matter of fact, until very recently. His engineers produced the best battery design of any automaker until very recently. Good engineering, terrific. Right. You know, hats off. But can everybody drive an EV in the next decade? This is this is beyond beyond silly. In fact, I have a new report coming out, and I'm calling it the obvious, uh, stealing from a song. It's the impossible dream. <laughs> Listen, I want to go back to a recent paper you wrote. We're going to pull over and take a pause, but when we come back, I want you to react to this 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 statement you made in, in a recent paper, Electric Vehicle Illusions. You wrote, the rush to subsidize and mandate EVs is animated by a fatal conceit, the assumption that they will radically reduce CO2 emissions. All right, when we come back, let's pull over, take a pause. We're here with Mark Mills. I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor. We'll both return right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
write it on the wall so you don't forget to call for car advice done right. 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. So we're here with Mark Mills. Mark, when we when we pulled away to take that pause, you recently wrote an article, as you're always writing for, is it, it, it it's city-journal.org, I believe? Right, right. That's the uh, magazine for the Manhattan Institute. Great, right. great magazine. Yep. Those yep. who aren't reading it, they should. It's right, amazing. yeah. There's a lot of, lot of interesting things in there. And, and in this recent article that you wrote, the rush to subsidize and mandate EVs is animated by a fatal conceit, the assumption that they will radically reduce CO2 emissions. What are you saying there? Yeah, it's a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty major thing when you think about it, because as you know, the entire motivation for these mandates, on, uh, you know, banning internal combustion engines, subsidizing EVs, is predicated on that they will radically reduce carbon dioxide emissions. And it is true that you're not burning hydrocarbons. You're not burning gasoline to drive an EV. It has no tailpipe. This is a, uh, to use the technical term, a giant no-duh. This is not, not, this is beyond obvious. Right. But carbon dioxide emissions occur upstream. That is in the processes to make the battery. And this is, this is where we have a, a massive domain of known unknowns. Remember that great, great line. Known unknowns. Known unknowns. We know for a fact it takes hundreds of thousands of pounds of mining to produce a bat- one battery. We know that that mining is done, more than half of it uses diesel fuel. The other half of the energy used is natural gas and coal. We know that that happens. What we don't know, this is the unknown part, is just how much of the energy use goes on with a specific battery at a specific point in time in a specific part of the world, because it's a huge opaque sort of labyrinthine industry, the global mining and refining industry. So let me put some numbers on it. Numbers are hard, you know, easier to read than to talk about them, but just lithium batteries weigh a lot, they weigh a half ton, but there's there's only, I'll give or take, uh, you know, depends on the battery type, but say 20 or 30 pounds of lithium actually in the battery. And there's something like 100 to 200 pounds of copper in the battery. So it doesn't sound like very much. Except to get 30 pounds of lithium, you have to mine something like 20 to 30,000 pounds of lithium brine or lithium rock. To get that, uh, you know, one to 200 pounds of copper, you need to mine sort of 10 to 20,000 pounds of rock to get that copper for one battery. And if you think about that, it's not complicated. That means you're using big equipment, burning hydrocarbons, mostly diesel fuel, emitting carbon dioxide to make the minerals to make the battery. So, you would want to know what the carbon dioxide emissions were to make the battery in the first place, because they, in effect, create a debt, a carbon debt, if you like, to the vehicle. It has to pay it down because you're not burning gasoline, beyond obviously. We do know, this is the known part, that it's a lot. What we don't know is whether it's enough to wipe out most or all of the emissions you save for burning diesel fuel or gasoline. Right. And this, this is not me saying it because I'm anti-EV. I like EVs, as I said before. Impressive vehicles is a great option for a lot of, a, a lot of utility options for EVs. There'll be millions, tens of millions more EVs bought without subsidies. But the fact is, the upstream emissions for making EVs is far greater than upstream emissions for making a conventional car. Conventional cars are 85% of the car, weight of a conventional car is iron and steel, 85% of its weight. Uh, iron and steel are extremely abundant. Uh, ore grades, this is a key, key fact. The quantity of 
iron in the ore you dig up, half of the ore is iron. The quantity of copper in ore you dig up to make, you know, electric vehicle, half to one percent. You can do the math here. You're going to dig up a lot more rock to make the copper you need to make electric vehicle than the iron you have to dig up to make a steel conventional engine. Right. So these these things result in carbon dioxide emissions. There's all kinds of silly words for this, you know, like scope two, scope three emissions. Basically, they're talking about elsewhere emissions. This is not about the emissions from charging the battery. To be clear, those those occur too. But the emissions from making the battery are so great and the variables are so great that we know they offset somewhere between a third to two thirds of all the emissions you save from not burning hydro gasoline in the first place. And then you have to charge the battery. And that's in a world we live in, not the world we imagine we would live in. That means wherever you happen to live, the time of day you charge the battery determines how much carbon dioxide you emit to refuel your electric car. Now, with a conventional car, it doesn't matter where you fuel it, when you fuel it, how you drive it, when you drive it. The carbon dioxide emitted per gallon of gasoline consumed is essentially the same everywhere all the time. You probably have some listeners that are really smart that know, yes, altitude and temperature slightly change the efficiency of a combustion engine and slightly, therefore, alter carbon dioxide emissions. But it's a you know, trivial change. With electric vehicles, if you happen to charge it at night in a dozen or two dozen states, you're going to be fueling it with coal. If you happen to charge it in China, where half of the world's electric vehicles are, you're charging that electric vehicle with coal for sure. Not maybe, but for sure. And if you happen to charge it in Norway, where they love EVs, I was in Oslo in January, great time to be there. <laughs> you're charging with, with a hydro dam. And good on you, you know? Right. But But – if you buy a Tesla, before you even charge it the first time, you've caused something on the order of 20 to 30 tons of CO2 to be emitted somewhere else on Earth to make that Tesla. Wow. Uh, all the minerals and materials needed. Wow. Hey, Mark, take a pause. We're going to take a pause here. When we come back, um, in your book, you talk about, well, you talk about whales and whale oil, Chapter 10, page 114. I want to talk about that a little bit when we return. And uh, let's dig into that a little bit and see how that affects EVs, because I think there's a connection there. I'm Ron Anini, The Car Doctor. I'm here with Mark Mills. We'll both return right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. 
If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Back, Ronnie, the car doctor. We're here with Mark Mills, um, noted author, noted everything. He uh, from the physicist. Well, I'm, I to me, you're still to me, you're still a physicist for the Manhattan Institute, Mark. You're someday we're going to sit down and have That's that good. cup of coffee. We're talking time travel. So, um, but in your book, the, the Cloud Revolution, um, my, my favorite subject after robots. Yeah, well, that, you know, so I, I I'm telling you, I, I you know, I keep telling you, Star Trek is going to happen. 2063. I got to stick around another 40 years. Um, uh, the Cloud Revolution, uh, available on Amazon, by the way. Uh, chapter 10, page 114. You talk about materials, the next energy or the energy nexus, right? And you, yeah. th- there's a paragraph here that really got me. It, it talks about as a student of wildlife conservation knows mankind hunted whales almost to extinction in the pursuit of what was then the best-known material for illumination, you know, whale oil to, to, to light lamps. Whale oil was prized yeah. over other animals and vegetable fats that had been used for lamps and candles in the past, but demand for whale oil collapsed after the 1846 invention of kerosene, a synthetic oil derived from coal. And I read that, and I started thinking to myself, gee, it's a good thing that kerosene worked out because otherwise we would have had to revert back to whale oil hunting, or well, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, and and could we? And I start thinking about the EVs that we're being told that we're going to be driving in, in 10 years or less. And, you know, is that indicative too? You know, there was a material problem then, there's a material problem now. Do we, is there a point of no return where we're, we're so deep into EVs, we box ourselves into a corner? Well, yes and no. I mean, I think the corner that we boxed in will be for, politicians and policymakers, uh, because I think there will be a, 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 we'll call it a vigorous public reaction to the destruction done to convenience and cost of personal mobility, the favorite phrase for driving cars. So I think it's, it's going to be an epic collision between reality of what people want and what can be built and what politicians and policymakers are pushing. But the coal story is fascinating, because I, as you know, I, I, I chapter in my book, and thank you for reading it. I appreciate that. It's, uh, you know, the, the information revolution, the cloud is the thread through the book, but it's about more than that. It's about materials and the materials and energy nexus. And it's about, you know, machines and robots and manufacturing and healthcare and education, because these things all interrelate. And the, the information revolution, in a sense, that began in 1846 was when a Canadian chemist and physician figured out how to convert coal into a liquid fuel, kerosene. He came up with a process for that. And that predates the uh, first oil well by about, uh, I think, 40 years. 
and it predates Spindletop, which was the kickoff in Texas of the sort of, uh, of the giant uh, oil revolution of the just in the right around 1900 by 60 years. So, you know, the oil industry often likes to say they saved the whale. No, 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 they didn't. The coal industry saved the whale, right. courtesy of a Canadian chemist, because whale oil consumption totally collapsed. If you see a graph of the, the entire 19th century consumption of whale oil for purpose of illumination, it totally collapsed after he invented kerosene. Its process was really lousy compared to what we do today. But here's the key to your point on conservation of materials. Our footprint on the planet is determined by materials and land we use. By that, I mean environmental footprint. Totally determined by the quantity of materials we need to do something and the quantity of land we need to do something. And, you know, harvesting whales, pretty grotesque, pretty grotesque thing to do for elimination, but the whale oil was magical. But it was a more than 300% reduction in the quantity of material you needed to harvest coal versus whales to get the same amount of illumination. And, and of course, it's far easier to harvest a third as much coal as a three times more whale. So the, the cost of illumination utterly collapsed, right? It was a spectacular uh, change in uh, quality of life to have illumination available, civilization at far lower cost. Now, electric cars are essentially revert, you know, a reversion. It's an increase, to your point, not a decrease in the consumption of land and materials to achieve the same thing, the same mile-driven. An electric car and a gasoline-powered car are exactly the same in, from all, for all intents and purposes. They're just different models of propulsion. It's really not much different than going from you know, a gasoline to a diesel engine with different fuels. So we're going to use electrochemistry, and we're going to use batteries and lithiated chemicals, but it's just a different way of propelling. The same thing. It's right. still a car. Right. That was a revolution. It's a big deal. But the fuel to get the car to go increases our material footprint on the planet by a thousand percent over the fuel to get a conventional car to go. So we have a thousand percent increase per mile driven to go EVs versus stay with what we got. How, how can any, you don't have to know anything about any, any specific uh, electrochemistry or environmental issues to know that that, that can't be good. That's not a movement in the right direction. Now, if only a few percent of cars do that, okay, whatever, no big deal. But make a significant share of cars increase their footprint on the planet in terms of materials requirements by a thousand percent. This is consequential in all kinds of ways, but certainly in environmental ways and certainly in social ways because of where we do the mining. We don't do it in America. We we, we import the mined materials and the refined materials from countries and uh, in some in Canada and Australia, of course, my homeland, Canada, but. Most of it comes from Africa and you know, China and South America, Central America. You know, so we, we export the challenges and the pollution to other countries. We export the social challenges. We export the pollution. We export the land use. We export the incredible increase in, in ecosystem destruction. It, we need copper. Copper is essential for civilization. But we don't need to make cars electric and increase our copper consumption by 300%. That's, you know... It, you know, for me, it's not only silly, it's borderline, well, you have to say it's immoral. It's in a moral direction. And it's, yes, yes, people claim that it's, you know, cutting CO2 emissions. That claim is not supported in any significant way by the data. It, yeah, it might cut it a little bit, depending where you where you live, when you drive the car. It might increase CO2 emissions, depending on where you live when you drive, when you drive your car. So it's hardly a good bargain in terms of CO2. 
it's a terrible bargain in terms of environmental impacts, and it's a terrible bargain in, in geopolitical terms because we don't mine, we don't increase the mining of copper in America. We mine copper here. We haven't increased mining of copper in, in probably 15 or 60 years in any significant way in America. All the net new copper comes from elsewhere. So material dependence, geopolitical dependencies, export challenges, import, you know, we're exporting dollars, exporting problems. It's, you know, all of this you know, earns one the label of being, you know, uh, I guess a critic of EVs. I guess you have to say I am, but I'm not a critic of EVs per se. I'm a critic of the monomaniacal pursuit of everybody being forced to drive an EV. That's that's the essence of where, where well, I'm coming and from. And I agree with that 100%. I, like you, I appreciate EVs. I appreciate what Tesla's done. I appreciate the engineering that's gone in it. But going along saying, hey, everything needs to be an EV because this is going to save the planet, I, you know, the emperor has no clothes, brother. Um, you know, it just, it, yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense. Hey, let's pull over, take a pause. When we come back, um, I want to talk a little bit about, well, I'm going to tell you my approach to how I would electrify the. So I'm going to, I want you to be the critic of my thoughts and tell me, tell everybody what you think about what I'm thinking. So stay put, Mark. I'm Ron and Andy in the car, Doctor. We'll both return right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. Ron Nane, the car doctor, here with Mark Mills and uh, talking about EVs and all things in between. The Cloud Revolution, Mark's book, available on Amazon, as well as his writings. Mark, here's my pitch. Here's how we're going to solve all these problems. You ready? I'm holding my breath. Okay. Well, first of all, by the way, did I tell you I'm running for president? 
I've decided, <laughs> I decided to instigate a write-in campaign. I'm Ron Anany, and I'm running for president. All your problems solved in 20 minutes or less or double your money back. Um, I just have to figure out how I'm going to do all that, but I'm thinking about it. You could, you could, you could join a very long line of people on both parties these days. Right? Yeah. It's, you know, well, I figured I'd go to I'd go to Area 51, and after I make the promise, I'll step in, do the time travel thing, and go back to a pivotal moment. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other show. Yeah. Why don't we? You know, why 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 don't they? You know, EVs. Okay, we want to, we want to cut down on pollution. We, why don't why isn't the mandate more along the lines of all delivery vehicles, all utility vehicles, taxis, buses, uh, you know, some emergency vehicles, policemen out on patrol, fire trucks, that kind of thing. Maybe not fire trucks, but, you know, mandate those to be electric and then a, a certain percentage of electric vehicles for the for the general welfare, for the consumers, because they've taken on this broad scope and they're. As you say, the push is going to come to shove when they realize, hey, listen, I want to be 18 again and lose 40 pounds. Neither one of them's happening. Um, you know, <laughs> at, at what point does that become the reality? Well, let's just stipulate that I think mandates are a bad idea, period. I mean, it's just a bad idea. Uh, there are very, very few things we should mandate, very few things, very few things like we should ban. So they, and they're just, you know, two sides of the same coin. The problem with a mandating for those markets is that in those markets, if the EV were superior in its performance to the diesel or gasoline engine, you would have no difficulty convincing uh, the owners and operators of businesses to buy those vehicles to buy them. Right. I mean, people are people are rational. Build a better mousetrap. You couldn't get out of their way. Right. Yeah, they, 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 would, they would run to, to buy these things. They're not more convenient. They're not less expensive. So... It, and they're more expensive and they're less convenient, for, for, with very few exceptions. There are applications where the convenience is uh, superior. It's certainly indoor electric vehicles. That's why trains and subways are electric powered because you can't combustion, you know, enclosed areas. But here, here, let me make a counter suggestion, which which uh, is perhaps beyond obvious. If if governments and policymakers feel compelled, they just can't stop themselves from from spending our money. To reduce oil consumption, burning it, right? That's what the, that's the goal here. Let's just stipulate we should all agree. What they're really trying to do is reduce carbon dioxide emissions by burning oil. Right. And when they learn that, but if you want to do it in the most cost-effective way, what you want to do is target the incentives to so-called super users. About 20% of the driving population in the United States use something like 60 or 70% of all gasoline. Super users. These are. It doesn't matter whether the personal driving long commutes, or they're, they're the guys doing the lawns that in all the wealthy neighborhoods. It, it, delivery vehicles doesn't make any difference. They're the super users. Super users consume most of the gasoline. You could easily imagine a, uh, a subsidy instead of targeting the wealthy, giving them big checks to buy Teslas and Mercedes and Jaguar EVs, to give a subsidy to a super user and to give the super user a choice. If they buy a vehicle that reduces their oil and gas consumption based on the odometer of the vehicle they turn in, then they'll get a pro rata credit. The more, the more they save, the bigger the check. What most people will buy is a more efficient internal combustion engine. But if they buy an electric one, whatever, it doesn't matter. But you would let the consumer then choose what would work for them is the most effective option, practical option in terms of what the vehicle is, to save money and cut fuel emissions. And that would be easy. It'd be easy to implement. It'd be easy to target, it'd be easy to track. And it would not 
result, what's going on now is a wealth transfer between the middle class who pay taxes and the wealthy who buy EVs. It's unequivocally the case. We know this in the data. The two or three car families in the higher income brackets buy 90% of EVs. And the taxes to pay for that come from, not them, they come from middle class families. That's where most of the taxes come from. It's just a arithmetical fact. So this is an easy solution if we feel compelled to do that. That's the solution, not not to order uh, dump trucks or garbage trucks or uh, UPS trucks to use electric drive. Let the super users trade in their vehicles for a more efficient engine. And if the more efficient engine is an inter- is not internal combustion, ah, whatever, let them choose that. Right. Uh, now, for occasional use vehicles that you can actually charge overnight, which is an inexpensive way, that's it, fine. If you happen to be a, uh, an EV owner and you know you can plug your vehicle in overnight at your home, that's great. But fast chargers are very expensive. Fast chargers uh, are uh, damaged batteries. Fast chargers are using power when it's in greatest demand, using peak time during the day. So those uses are not great uses, but the business or the consumer has a second or third car, an occasional use utility vehicle that can be charged overnight. Great. Uh, give, but give them a check. And for the person who needs to drive long distances, needs a high hauling capacity, uh, let them uh, trade in, if you like, for the, the most efficient and maybe a hybrid. It may just be a more efficient engine. Just you something, know, just, just, you just something you're, else. You're the, you're the car guy. Yeah, well, right, and I get that. Hey, Mark, tell you what, sit tight. Let me, let's me let pull over. We're going we're to finish up here, and then we're going to close out. We'll have a couple of minutes when we get back on the other side of this. I'm Ron Annie, the car doctor, here with Mark Mills. We'll return right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Welcome back. Ron and the Car Doctor here with Mark Mills. Mark, we got about two minutes, brother. Um, let's talk about next month. <laughs> let's start there. Uh, I got to get you to come back. I want I want to hear more about EVs for everybody. Your next article coming out in the City Journal for uh, the Manhattan Institute, the uh, magazine for the Manhattan Institute. So uh, Tom will reach out to you and get you in the queue for next month sometime, and uh, we'll talk more about that. I I think your comments and points today were were spot on. Uh, the name of the book is The Cloud Revolution for everybody out there that's going to call later or write later and ask. Um, it's available on Amazon. Um, I will say this. I think you hit the nail on the head so many times about, you know, the look back, the look forward, and the analogy and the comparison to EVs. <laughs> spot spot on the money, my friend. Spot on the money. Well, thank you. And thanks for, for the good words in the book. And there's, there's a little bit for everybody in, in the book, as you know, and and we get maybe next time we can talk about flying cars and autonomous vehicles and robots. And of course, the robots are, are the next revolution. And it's no surprise that some automakers are also robot makers. And there's a reason for that. Right. It's kind of well, fun. And, and, you know, next time let's talk about lithium ion batteries. And now Toyota is talking about a solid state battery. But if you read the article, it you says don't. at some point. So it's not, it's, it's not, you know, um, you know, there's that I want to be 18 and lose 40 pounds thing again. So um, always, a, always, Amen. Always, always a pleasure, Mark. Listen, you be well, and uh, we'll talk again real soon. Thanks for taking the time with us today. I know the listeners appreciate it, and Tom and I do too. So you be well, my friend. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor, and uh, we're going to say goodbye now and just remind you once and for all, whether you're driving an EV or an internal combustion engine, whatever it is, as always, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.